0: Hey folks, Tito here at the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. As always, the Blitz is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, Manscaped is um, the best in your uh, grooming needs as a male. Uh, I will tell you, their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. And uh, over 4 million men have used this now. Um, in the uh, latest package i have got, you get the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer. Um, the uh, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop preserver, the Crop Reviver. You get boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold everything together. But uh, they are experts in this field. Trust me on that. You can go to Manscaped.com, enter code TITO20, get 20% off your first order and free shipping worldwide. Again, that's Manscaped.com, code TITO20, get 20% off your first order and also free shipping worldwide. Um, Cesar's come out with their odds to win the Big Ten this year in football. And to no surprise, Ohio State is the favorite. Uh, they're at minus 280 right now is how it came out, which means in the betting world, you have to put $280 down to win 100 on Ohio State. After that, Michigan's plus 650 a 100 bucks to win 650 Wisconsin plus 1000 Penn State 1400 little surprise, Nebraska's the next one up there, $1,800. Uh, Iowa, $2,500, along with Michigan State. Purdue is $2,800, uh, plus $2,800. Minnesota plus $3,000. Maryland plus $10,000. Indiana plus $15,000 um illinois is at plus uh, plus twenty thousand, so it's just some of the ones right there on who could win the big ten and although ohio state would obviously be the best money uh they're, they're going to win the big ten in my opinion if i had to pick a team that might if i had to put money on another team other than ohio state it wouldn't be on michigan uh it would be on penn state and let me tell you why i don't think penn state's all that great um they've got you know, clifford's back sean clifford's there the quarterback, and. Uh, but they don't have a, a really daunting schedule, and they get Ohio State um, in Happy Valley. Um, now, Penn State certainly has a tough non-conference game against Auburn, but I'm saying like in the Big Ten, though, Penn State's uh, biggest uh, you know game will be against Ohio State in Happy Valley, whereas Michigan has to come to Ohio State. I think Penn State has a—although I don't think either one will beat Ohio State— Penn State has a better chance of beating Ohio State— um, when Ohio State has to travel there versus Michigan beating Ohio State in the horseshoe. So that's why if I had to put money on somebody other than Ohio State, it would probably be on Penn State with that plus 1,400. Uh, by the way, Rutgers also plus 30,000, Northwestern plus 50,000. So um, other news, Ohio State had a football camp. Their first one started this week. It was on uh, held on Wednesday. Um, and... You know, there was all this talk about the fact that Ohio State had not had a 2023 quarterback offered yet. They had 2024, uh, Dillamayola, the guy, um, kid from uh, Arizona, and um, who's class of 2024. He still has two years left of high school, but he's the stud for the class of 2024. But nobody from the class of 2023 yet had been offered by Ohio State or secured. And um, after their, at the conclusion of their one-day camp there, um, they did offer... Uh, a, a Texas kid, Austin Novosad, and um, he's uh, like he's a 308th player in the country, ranked player in the country according to 24/7 Sports, uh, 17th best quarterback country in the country, and's gotten offers upward of 20 uh, so far. So um, he is right now, according to 24/7 Sports, committed to Baylor. So you know this is I I don't ex- when you've got so many five star quarterbacks coming through for Ohio State, four and five star guys. You know, people are going to transfer when they realize they're not going to be the starter and not get an opportunity. You know, obviously it happened with Quinn Ewers, um, the kid who went back to Texas. It also happened with Tate Martell when he transferred out and realized he, the writing was on the wall for him as well. So, even if Austin Nova said you know, if he were to commit to Ohio State, I wouldn't be all that optimistic about it happening. Just because I think there's such a progression right now with the um, the quarterback position, I think you're more likely to see instead of a 2023 guy who comes in and sticks, maybe a a, a transfer come in, who um who might be able to, to stick that way, knowing he's going to be the backup or third string quarterback for Ohio State, and just try to get the knowledge and get the connections with Ohio State um, by coming here. So I think you might see that more happen, more likely to happen than uh, than this kid Austin coming here out of Texas. Also, the Buckeyes sent an offer out to uh, Jermaine Matthews. Um, he is out of Cincinnati. Winton Woods. Uh, he had a, a four, 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 four 40 yard time. So. Um, he's also, he's listed as an athlete. Uh, we're not sure exactly, you know, I don't know where he fit in the plans there, but again, he's a 2023 kid. They offered him after the camp and, uh, also, uh, Jalen Thompson, who's from Detroit. And, um, he's a defensive lineman, six foot three, 245 pounds The Buckeyes offered him as well. Again, class of 2023, the most intriguing prospect though, at the Ohio state football camp, um, is somebody who's not even a high school player yet. And that is Tyler Atkinson. He is um, out of Georgia. He's class of 2026. So he's a defensive lineman. He's uh, 6'3", 190. If you look at the video of him performing out there uh, at the camp at Ohio State, he he looks a lot older than he is. I mean, he he looks like a man out there and uh, look good. He's got offers from at least 19 other schools. And again, class of 2026. And normally, I mock some of the coaches who make offers to eighth graders and seventh graders and whatnot. You know, you would see guys like, you know, Nick Saban doing that or, um, Lane Kiffin, maybe Pete Carroll sometimes, but I, I, you know, I I always thought it was funny. They did that because it's so far out, but I understand why, um, Ohio state, uh, actually did that. And, uh, it's a smart play. This kid looks like he's going to be really good. I know he's got four years of high school left. We have to real worry about that, but he has been offered by Ohio state. Other news. Um, it was widely speculated that the Ohio State game that I mentioned before at Penn State was going to be probably the whiteout game for Penn State. They have announced that is not going to be the case. Minnesota will be their whiteout game this year. It surprised me a little bit because I would think that Penn State really wants to have as big of an advantage. But you know, maybe it um, you know Minnesota is a much more winnable game for Penn State. Maybe that played into it. And they want to have success with that when they they want to guarantee success the best they can when they do the whiteout game. But um, Ohio State is uh, not the whiteout game. Uh, for Penn State this season in Happy Valley. One final note, uh, 24-7 Sports, Two Four Seven Sports, came out with their college football bowl projections. Um, they're showing Michigan in the Rose Bowl, Penn State in Duke's Mayo Bowl, uh, Iowa in the Music City Bowl, Michigan State in the Citrus Bowl, Wisconsin in the Orange Bowl, and then they've got Ohio State's first opponent of the season, Notre Dame, playing the Cotton Bowl. And they've got Ohio State, uh, like most people do in the College Football Playoff, taking on Georgia in the first round. On the other side, they have Alabama and Utah. So, um, not that surprising that they have those the three of those four schools. I mean, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia are clearly considered um, the top teams in college football going into the season. But I have a hard time seeing Utah cracking that uh, that barrier and getting to be the fourth playoff team for a couple reasons. One. They're in the Pac-12, which is really, it's a very weak conference, um, top to bottom. Uh, you know, they, they certainly, Oregon, I know, came in and beat Ohio State last year. Utah blew Oregon out twice, and then Ohio State beat Utah in the Rose Bowl. Um, but I i think that the best chance Pac-12 is going to have is for USC to come out and have a gangbuster season. They'll get more respect. If USC and Utah have similar resumes. USC will get more respect simply because of the history of the team. They've got Lincoln Riley there now. They've got Caleb Williams there now. Addison there, the kid from Pitt. They will get more respect that way. Now, they're going to play a game this year. Um, Utah's got to play USC, and that's in Utah. So that'll be the game that really decides which of the Pac-12 favorites has a shot. Um, But I don't see anybody else other than those two schools. I don't think Oregon's going to be able to compete. Um, for a spot in the CFP. UCLA, no, Chip Kelly, no. Arizona, Arizona State, no. I don't see anybody else being able to make that leap. So really the winner of USC and Utah needs to probably be undefeated, uh, run the table in order to have a shot in the CFP because a a one loss Utah team I don't think would get in. But um, you know, after that third spot though in the CFP, it really is wide open. I just have a hard time seeing Utah. If I had to project right now, I'd be more likely to put USC in or maybe a school like... um, Maybe a school like a Notre Dame or a Clemson, Baylor, somebody like that, I think, more likely uh, to get in over Utah. So, All right, that's it for this edition of the Buckeye Blitz. Again, go to manscaped.com, enter code TITO20, get 20% off your order and uh, free shipping worldwide. Follow me on Twitter at That Happens, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.